give ourselves a brief find our place um, where we're holding in terms of our vibe. We started off with Dibur and we see that Dibur primarily has two functions. It reveals it's for the Tzorich Hashemi, it's for someone else. So you take the ideas inside of you, but if you want to share them with someone else, you have to express them through Dibur. So the first Kirch of Dibur is a means of communicating to extending it's a Chibur to someone else. In that Chibur, there's two possible ways that you can use it. The Rambam says it could be Divrei Gimnus Chasodim or Divrei Chochma. If it's Gimnus Chasodim, so the primary purpose is the Chibur itself and information is secondary. If it's Divrei Chochma, so then the information is primary and the Chibur is a means whereby you conduct it from one point to another. Then we went on to the God Amen that we said there's another diagram of Dibur which is the Giloy of the Emuna. That Emuna is when you take the MS that you know and you live by it. You, you understand the idea, but until you actually bring it into practice, so then you're lacking emuna. You're lacking, you're lacking emuna. You know, you understand it's the right thing to do, but if you don't do it, so then you've got emes, but you don't have emuna. Emuna is the of emes. And hence, there's a new tachlis in the dibur of Amen, because you have the idea in your head, but the way you bring it is you declare it. That declaration is in line with the theme of Emunah, which means you take something from the hidden knowledge and you bring it into the practical realm. And therefore, we have to live with Emunah. The problem is that that Emunah that we live with has to be based on an MS. If a person is emistic to, to something that he believes is true, he's, he's, sorry, he's Emunistic, he's Nemon, to something inside of him, and he always he never leaves, and that idea that he's Nemon to is false, so granted he's got Emunah, but it's Emunah Sheker. A person believes that it's the right thing, it's the best thing in the world to wake up a Davan Tikkun Chatzos and in doing so he wakes up all his neighbors. So he'll do it and nefesh, but it could be it's, a, it's the worst thing in the world to do. So the problem is that granted you have to work together with MSN and Muna, but you get stuck up in your, you get stuck in your Nagias and your Nagias prevent you from a accurate understanding of what is MS and what isn't MS and therefore a person can be moist and nefesh for the MS and it's shaker. So how does a person find the MS? So we ended off last week by saying that the Chayos Halvavis in Sharavot Selokim promotes the idea of an internal dialogue and instead of saying that when you start speaking to yourself it's the first sign of insanity as people say he said in fact it is the first sign of sanity. He doesn't say those words but I'm sure you'd agree to them. That when you start when you start speaking to yourself, that's when you start to realize what's inside of you. You start to Ein Adam For a person to do a chait, why would a person do a chait? A chait is stupid. It's ridiculous. Why? You know the Ratzin Hashem, you know what he wants you to do. So all of a sudden you're doing things which you yourself know are counterproductive. Why would you do that? Because there's a rachtus. A rachtus means you are, this is mana aver, you're a shoite gomu. A shoite is a person who has no das. A person who has no das is insane. <laughs> the, way, the way you find the shtus in your life is through an internal dialogue. The way you have an internal dialogue is by talking to yourself. The first step of sanity is talking to yourself. <laughs> so therefore, everyone's going to agree that beginning sanity, sanity begins with a solid discussion amongst two, amongst the seichel and the nefesh. 
when you talk to yourself, so obviously if it's a dialogue, there's two parties involved in a dialogue. Who are they? The Chavis obviously says it quite categorically. There's something called the Seichel and there's something called the Nefesh. Now, this is a crucial point. In the dialogue between the Seichel and the Nefesh, the Seichel is the Rebbe, the Seichel is the father, the Seichel is the Malamed, and the Nefesh is a child, is a Talmud, is the Lamed. The Nefesh turns to the Seichel and asks for Adrocha, and the Seichel turns back to the Nefesh and gives him Adrocha. In the course of that dialogue, if you transgress the laws of Chinuch, you will destroy yourself in the process. In Chinuch, as an example, take the Pesach Seder, whereby the whole Shi'ifa of the Av at the table is to get his child to ask ask Kashas, ask Shailas. Because he understands that if you're not asking the Shailas, so then I can't really give you anything. You're not ready to be taught. And if you look at the beginning of the papers of Ovid, the Seichel interrogates the Nefesh and says, are you sure you're ready? Do you really want this? Because if not, we can't begin. So you need the rotten of the Talmud to get off the ground. If you don't have that, so then Chinuch begins with the Kasha. There has to be a Tzorech. In other words, in Judaism, the Makabal is not passive. It's a theme which runs as you go on in life and you realize, when you go into marriage, you realize that in Judaism, the Makabal is not passive. The Makabal is also an active party. As Reb Chaim Velazhen says, have a misavik, but offer a claim in the Mishnah Perik Avis, he says that when you have right? You have to fight the duality of when I say something, he says if your Rebbe says something that you don't understand, you have to fight with him but realize that you're you realize that he's way above you but you have to fight so in Yiddishkeit, the Makabal is also active so when you want to give over Talmud, the Talmud has to he's also part of the process you're not bludgeoning him into acceptance that then there's no Kabbalah. Kabbalah comes from a Ratzunah Pnimi Mitzad the Talmud. So now your Nefesh has to want to care the Seichel, and the Seichel has to be Mechanech and beguile and coax the Nefesh into that. So you're making an assumption. The assumption is that the Nefesh wants to do what's right. The Nefesh is a good guy. Because Tomish ain't a Hogan, you don't teach. Tomish ain't a Hogan, he's lost. You, you can't, you can't be Misiachas to Tomish ain't a Hogan. The Talmud is not appropriate. So you're assuming that your nefesh is a Talmud Hogan. But normally you think, our oh, nefesh, nefesh is a Yitzhari, nefesh is a Midasroi. So you see that, Rabbah, when the Chavis of Avos talks to his nefesh, the nefesh is Shoyev for Avodas Hashem. And now you get onto a very crucial Nakuda. And that is, we have to have emuna in ourselves. And I'd like to differentiate between emuna and something known as, just in time, the curse of self-esteem. A person has to have emuna in himself. He has to believe in himself wholeheartedly and you have to make sure that you have emuna, self-emuna and not self-esteem. Self-esteem is the worst thing, it's destructive, it will destroy a person, Emuna will build a person and give a person life. As the, uh, quoting from the Mesilisa the Mesilisa says, Gaiva, Gaiva is a midoroad ma'oid. Gaiva is looked upon as avi avoysatuma. Gaiva is the only midah that came out, I think all the Poiskim agrees, Beferish in the Torah. It's the Machlaikis, where it comes from. Is it from the Ramdavavcha, the Shachachtes Hashem Lakecho, or is it from um, the Pasuk in regard to Melech, where it says, I've forgotten the Lashna Pasuk. But there's a Machlaikis if you bring it from the Melech, or you bring it from the Rabbeinu, and I think Taka learns that from Melech. But there's a Isudaraisa to be a Baal Gaivas. Exactly how the Isudaraisa is Chalam. 
just like you've got the Shesh Mitzvah Tamidias, if you've got like the various Tamidias. Person walk is like as long as you hold of yourself, you mamush over korega verega or jida maxa gaiva to be chveisnish. But gaiva is a middle chamura admoid. It's a very, it's a shocking middle. And klayin a gaiva is as follows: she adam machshiv atzmoi. Person esteems himself baatzmoi by himself. In other words, gaiva is self-esteem. Mamush. This is showing words on the duk. That gaiva is when you think I'm choshev because I'm choshev. Having a sense of that you worthy of praise, and then when he speaks about anavi, he says it's the opposite of gaiva. Anavi is when you say poshet, there is nothing about me which is worthy of any praise. Klal or klal or klal, I'm mamish garnished. You have no sense of shivas about yourself. You push a thing. Whatever reason, that doesn't make me chashuv. That makes me chashuv. That doesn't make me chashuv. So now you say to me, huh, but one second, if you, if you don't think, then you have self-esteem, then you're depressed and you don't do anything. No, it's not like there's two options. Either I think I'm chashuv or I think I'm nothing. You can think you're nothing, and you can be Moshe Rabbeinu, Vohoraya. Moshe Rabbeinu must have lived by this precept of the Mrs. Shaim, because it's honor of Mikol Adam, the Torah is made on him, the invention is made on him. Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest leader of Kal Yisrael. He wasn't some nebach running around in the corner not wanting to do anything, but he held that he was garnished. When any person walked into the room, he held this person was bigger than me. Nachon? That's what the Ramban says in his letter. She called Adam Gadol Mimcha Beinecha, one of the clonim of Anavis. Everyone's better than you. So Moshe Rabbeinu looked at everyone better than him. But he was the strongest and most powerful leader of Klai Yisrael. How can you have those two things together? Now this is a very important Nakuda. Because people think that there's something connected between self-esteem and self-emuna. Self-emuna is vital and basic and a necessity. Self-esteem is destructive and rotten and revolting. What's the difference? Self-esteem is Ham Choshev. What's the Nafkemini that you Choshev? The Nafkemini is that I'm Choshev. No, but what's the Nafkemini? What do you mean? Nafkemini I'm Choshev. Sometimes the Nafkemini is I'm Choshev and you're not. Sometimes the Nafkemini is I'm Choshev and therefore you should listen to me. Sometimes the Nafkemini is just the fact that I'm Choshev is Misanek. It's a Tainug Nifla. All puzzle trafe. What's self-emuna? Self-emuna is I don't weigh myself because what do you mean I'm Choshev? He brought you so he gave him seichel, he gave him gvura, he gave him yekishkat, staying in the box. Each person he gave tchunas anefesh koechad lefi lefi choch mosel yoyna v'hamuka. Who knows why? Does that make me great? Ha, Harever, Mr. Shem says, does a sure pride himself on his strength? No, the Rebbeinu gave him that strength. He's doing what betivo lasos. So he says, you've got a good seichel. So why are you treating all? Why are you getting all big-headed? You probably shouldn't give the seichel. He could have given the seichel to Yena. So the fact that you've got the seichel makes you chashev. No, it doesn't make you chashev. What does it make you? It makes you chayev. Look at the last of the Shem. He goes about the, 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 the one of the most people think that they're clever and that's Omna Mishu Baal Seichel Yosha. A person Baal Seichel Yosha. Afilu im Zohar Yez Chochem Godol Muflag. So Imam, she knows everything. Then he goes out. Uh, then he says, Yeah. Now, if there's Chochmah Rabbah, so now he's an Onov. 
He's an honor. So he's got Chochma Rabbah. What should he say? No, I don't have Chochma because I've got plans of his team. I'm going, I've got no Chochma. I'm just going to run around the corner. And he mentioned Chochma Rabbah. What should he do? He now, Mechula! The Lambda, the Misha Tarek Of course, he's got an absolute clear understanding of who he is. He knows that he is the Poisak Ador. He won't tremble in Paskini. Uh, one of my teachers told me a story about. Oh, gosh. It was about. Oh, so I think it was about Ramosha Feinstein, if I'm not mistaken. And Ramosha Feinstein was called to a gathering, and there were a lot of people around, and they like, called him up to give him some type of COVID, and he pushed it. He didn't. He said, How can you? You're crazy. Who am I? When, when there's a story in, in the book, actually, when it says Moshe uh, Feinstein was walking on the street and, and a little child ran away from its mother. And the mother called out, Moshe Moshe! And Moshe Feinstein turned around. Here's an honor. There was another situation when there were a group of Rabbonim that held different tomb. And uh, there was a tide, how should they pass like? And Moshe said, there's no tide. Clap at me, they're not an authority. He has a total honor, but that's a different point. I've got chokhmah, I'm a chuv to act with my chokhmah. That's called responsibility. That's called self-emunah. Emunah means I know exactly what I have and what I have to do with it. But why does it have to give me a sense of chashivus? That's a completely separate shudzugah. Machshiv atmatma means emunah means I know what I have to do. I know how great I am and I have to act. But that doesn't make me big. Everyone else is better than me, but I have to act. What should you do? It's got nothing to do with you. So now you're Asher. So what should you do? So you can predict. What should you do? You're an Asher. What should you do? Bad option? Ah! See what I am? This the big bucks. Get out of my way. No. What should you do? No? What? Yismach b'chalkoi v'olavu la'azor mishenloi. It's a chiyuv. You have to have, I know what I have, so therefore I have to act according to myself. I have to believe in myself. I've got this koyach, let me use it. The, the whole point of, of, of self-esteem is I have a koyach, but there's no nafkamina. I have a koyach, let me use it. Emunah means I use, my, I live up to my koyach. I act according to my koyach. My koyach is a reality. Emunah means I live up to my koyach. That's called self-belief. That is, if you don't have that, you're a shmata. You mamash nothing. That's what people confuse. They think if you don't, people confuse the lack of self-esteem with the lack of self-emunah. The lack of self-esteem is the best thing in the world. Person no self-esteem is gavaldic. Then you have no sense of chashivah. That's disgusting. It stinks. It's a to'eva. But not only self-emunah, that's pathetic. You have to have self-emunah. Im gibo'u, what if he's powerful and mighty? You tell me. The wrong thing to do is? Hello? Ah, look at these puppies. That's the wrong thing to do. What's an American accent. That was, that was what's, the, what's the right thing to do? What's the right thing to do? You can predict. The right thing to do is? The right thing to do is? Hello? The right thing to do is? Im gibohu lazar l'koishim shukim. Help people. Insist on your kreches. What's it similar to? The Mashaisa Abayis, to people who've been given allotted jobs in the house. Each one's given a different job to do. You have to do your mission according to what. It's not Gaiva. It's 
So you have to do what you have to do. But if you don't do what you do, so then you're a shoiter, a fool, garnished. And if you do what you have to do, you have to know exactly what your mailas are. And then how should you feel? Because you have emunah that you can do it. There's nothing worse than the lack of emunah in self. Because then you don't do anything with your life. But you've been given a job to do. There's nothing worse than self-esteem, thinking I'm great. People think that, but, but if I don't think I'm great, then how can I do anything? Because thinking I'm great is, 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 is indulging in the sense of, <laughs> that's gornish, that's nothing, that's destructive. Having imuna means, Avada, I know that I'm a chocham, Avada. What does it make me feel like? Nothing. I also know I've got two, two hands. What does it make me feel like? It makes me feel like I've got two hands. <laughs> Look at those fingers. Oh, stubby. So it's means that you've got hands. I can use them. Ah, I can do something with them. So people get very confused by this chiluk. And they don't understand that self-immuna is ma'akev. Self-esteem is disgusting. Self-esteem is guy of the kapshita. Why do you have to feel good about yourself? You have to feel mechuyev. You have to feel, in, you have to feel enlivened. You have to feel absolute confidence in yourself. Total and utter confidence that you can do anything within your koichas. The fear your koichas. And you have to go ahead and do it. And you have to have a core brewer of what your koichas are. And you can't kid yourself and say, no, I'm only a little nebach. No, you've got godless inside of you. So that's how the internal dialogue can take place. The internal dialogue can take place. If a person's stuck in not being clear about the sugi of Gaiva and Anova, and he thinks, no, I'm an olive, so I can't mention my koichas. Because then I'll become a Balgaiva. So he's a shoite. If you don't mention your koichas, you're not, you're not a Balgaiva, you're just a gornished. So you have to know your koichas. And you have to know that the koichas be'et some are geschmack and they're good. But you can't be misaneg on them because that's gaiva. What, what, what's, what's the touch of misaneg? Brunish Adam gave you this, he gave him that, so he gave you two legs, he gave you You have to, ah, I've got the most, I've got, if you, if you see my knees, oh my gosh, my knees are round. Oh, look at those kneecaps, eh? They're my most treasure. That's stupid. So you can walk. So you've got koichas. So what's, what's the mock in the gaiva? In mock in the gaiva, But in terms of imuna, aha, if I saw it, so the Brunish gave me two feet, he wants me to walk. Now, where do you want me to go with my two feet? So then I have to look deep inside of myself. So how do you get deeper? So you engage in something called self-dialogue. That means that you put the nefesh and the seichel together and you have to have a discussion. In that discussion, you have to have emunah in your nefesh. That your nefesh has got kreches atzumus inside of him. And that be'etzem, the seichel, the seichel is garnished. The seichel can't do anything. The seichel is an absolute paraplegic. Because the seichel can't act. The seichel can think and the seichel can dissolve. But the seichel can't do anything. The only thing they can do is the nefesh is pearl. The nefesh is pearl the goof. So you need, so you need the ne- you need the nefesh on your side. So how does the seichel get the nefesh on your side? So he has to he has to evolve himself and he has to be melamed. He has to be mechanech the nefesh. So how does he mechanech the nefesh? So you have to engage in the dialogue. Calls man, you haven't engaged in the dialogue. So your kiyuma mitzvahs will be very, very, very low grade. Until a person gets the nefesh involved in the Kiyama Mitzvah, so Kiyama Mitzvah, someone said to me, what would be if someone came to you today and they said to you, we've just done, I mean I hate to break, you the, break the news to you, we've just done a search into your yichus and we found out that your mother's boba's boba was a reform convert. <laughs> the world is your oyster and you can eat it. 
what would you do? Now, if someone did that to you, and you have a havamita, that, ah, have shataka, why not? Havamita, as opposed to tayyad, it looks like a massive discount. Gewaldik, <laughs> off I go, shalom, shalom. Um, if you have a havamita that you would do that, so then it's a raya brewer that your atmis is bechlal not involved in Torah. Someone came to you and they said, you're part of me called Mitzvah Torah, you should say, I don't care if I'm part of it. I ain't leaving them for anything. That's called the Madrag of Messias Nefesh. Until you feel that way, it's not Shaykh Messias Nefesh. Until you have Messias Nefesh, you're not really in, involved in Torah. Messias Nefesh is, is, not the, is not the end point, it's the beginning point. It means that I'm present, I'm now, I'm, I'm into a void, that yes, I'm here. Before Messias Nefesh, it's I'm somewhere else. The way the Alton Nevadok says it is that before Messias Nefesh, a person looks at the Torah as a gazlin. So I've got my life. Now the Torah steals my early mornings away from me. <sighs> no, no. So I push, I push Kirshma to the last man, and I wake up two minutes before and say, and then, then I've won because the Torah stole less from me. Uh, the Torah steals away my. My, and then in terms of the, the Zmanatu, the Torah Tzibet, I'm stealing away my time. So I'll go to the quickest minion so I can be mamayat what the Torah goizles from me. And the Torah steals my food, so I'll try to find kulminei gishmak and You know, so there's ka'ain, you know, ka'ain, the Torah In other words, everything is looked upon you that I have my life, and everything the Torah is doing is trying to take away from me, take away from me, take away from me. So, <laughs> I'm a from Jew, so, so I, I have to listen to what the Torah says, but I'll give the bare minimum. Not to you haven't begun. The beginning is Messias Nefesh, not the end. Why? Because you call it before Messias Nefesh, you're not part of the party. You and the Torah are fighting. So you're compromising the whole time. The Torah, so you give, you give as little as you can. Messias Nefesh is when you say, no, this is what I want. So now, imagine this, this, this discussion going between your Seichel and your Nefesh. Seichel. Nefesh comes to your Seichel and says, Sechliya uh, Yosha, tell me, um, it's jolly hot outside. And uh, I've got these fantastic woolen tzitzis. And uh, quite frankly, <laughs> these woolen tzitzis are, are a bother. Tell me, Nefesh, what would you rather have? Says Nefesh back to the Seichel, do you want me to be honest? Nafshi, I only want you to be honest. This is a frank discussion. I want one of those super loose t-shirts. Forget the tzitzis. Oh my gosh, what a relief. Like one of those baggy t-shirts. But you know, there's like the wind can wave them and like you're not wearing a vest or anything underneath. It's gewaldic. That's how I want to walk. Is that what you really want, Nefesh? Be honest. Is that what you really want? Don't you feel, Nafshia Yekorah, that that's a certain loss of your... I mean, why just take off the T-shirt with the gum and just walk bare chest? No, 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 no. Why not? Because uh, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I feel a little bit demeaned by that. I feel a little bit low. So, so you appreciate the chashivas of Begit. Avadai, Begit, I don't want to be a behemoth. Well, let me tell you, Nafshe Yukara, do you know there's different types of begadim? Teach me, Seichel. There's a Begit that is created from a world above yours. What do you mean? It's a Begit where the design is not designed because of practical fitting the measurements of your body. It's designed with Choch Meruchnis. Please, you know, Nafshi, do you feel trapped by Olam Hazer? A little bit, I do. I feel often torn. 
you know that Olam Haba is Arba Kanfei Sa'aret? It was represented by four sides. It's, a, it's the box. Olam Haba is Be'et in the box. Yes, yes. Do you know that Tzitzit is only Chayav on the, on the, on the, on the Begid, which is called Arba Kanfei? It's only... Do you know that Tzitzit represents a box? No. Now think about it. So Tzitzit is the box, and you take this Begid. Now the Begid is always the Giluy of the Adam is Derech the Levush. The Malbush is Megale, what's in the Pnim, in such a way that's appropriate. So now this begit is going to be a gilo of a part of you, my nefesh, which is deep, deep inside, which is much. Tell me, tell me, so this is going to be interesting. Well, what happens is as follows: tzitzis are called tzitzis for two reasons. Tzitzis miloshon reyei staklus, you see, and miloshon kiyegdal tzitz. It's miloshon the sprout which pierces through the ground. And there's those connotations. The tzitzis you have to look at them, and the tzitz is. Do you know what happens? Tell me, tell me what happens. Well, what happens is you've got the arba kanfei sa'aret which surround you. Put them on, and you say, I'm in this world. That's what you are, you tuck it in this world. But in this world, there's a side of me which can go beyond the world. That's called the side of growth. It grows outside of the world. Now, how do you grow outside the world? Well, Be'etim, Titus has Tchelis and Lovon. Now, Lovon and Tchelis are very different. Lovon, as a color, is, the Gemara says, what is Boike? Boike is when you can be Mavchin between Lovon and Tchelis. Lovon and Tchelis in, in the wool itself, so they must be closely related colors. Because boike is when you can see clearly. If it would be black and white, so you could see them even when it was still lilo. Boike means that lovon and chelis are both colors which have a certain radiance to them. And only when it's bright can you see the difference between the two. So there's a shaykh between these two colors, and they're both put in this growing out of olam hazeh in the atmis. Lovon is the color of be'etzem. Lovon means there's nothing there. It's the pure and the light itself. It's, 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 it's tahara, big day lovon on Rosh Hashanah. Moshe was Meshamesh Bimayim Beluim, the big day Lavan. So Lavan represents something which is not cluttered up by anything else. It's the purity of self. Tcheles. Tcheles is obviously the Tachlis. Kelashonai. Tcheles is where you're going. Lavan is the Atmius. Tcheles is the Tachlis. Because if you look in the distance, since the, the shortest ray is the blue ray, so whenever you look into the distance, things will look blue. Because the Tachlis is where you're going. So Tcheles is the Tachlis. The Lavan is the Atmius. When you have your person, when you have your persona, which is, which is using Olam Hazeh as a framework to extend itself beyond, so then what happens is you have the Atmias, you won't go into the five Kshorim. You could have your Atmias, which grows out like it sits, it's, it's Megadal you, so that you extend yourself way, way, way beyond the parameters of your physical existence, and you touch on something which is Lamaila, and it's deeper, and it's connected to your Tachlis. And you know Nafshah Yukara, you can take it around that with you. And then when you look at it, so it creates this oris inside of you that you should want to connect to something which is beyond. And that's how you get to Kedusha. Because you take your eyes and you connect them to your Begit, and this Begit becomes this powerful apparatus of connection. Now let me ask you, Nafshi, are you going to take it with Tzitzis? Are you off your head? I wouldn't leave these for a second. I ain't going Dalamas without these things on me. Because I want them. Then you've started. Then. I'm not saying that's, my, that's how my Seichel and Nefesh would have a discussion. I'm not saying that's how your Seichel and Nefesh would have a discussion. But to understand that we could have a discussion, and then I'm not going to let go of these tzitzis. And if someone called me to tell me and said, you're a goy, I'll say, well, I'll be a goy if I'm kind of tzitzis. And trillion. And everything. I know what happened in the shower. It's a bit problematic. I have to be a guy. To understand. But if you don't have that, and I'm going to tzitzis, and I'm going to tzitzis, and I'm going to what do you mean? What do you mean? And someone says, but you're part of the Oh gosh, what a relief. I don't have to spend the money. I don't have to go searching. I don't have to be schwitzing in the sun. But if you have a shyness to it, 
So then you have the emunah, then you have the kiyum, and then life works. If you don't, so I think there's a mahalach. There's a mahalach that a person needs to build up that shaykhs to himself. He has to have self emunah. You have to have emunah in your atzmius. You have to have emunah in your nefesh, and together you can get you can build a yiddishkeit which has something to stand on, as opposed to a set of rules that you obey which has no shaykhs to you, and then the Torah is the gazlin, and he's trying to steal everything away from you. The Torah is not a gazlin. The Torah gives you life. It doesn't take away life from you. When you moise nefesh, that's when your life begins, not when your life ends. Kozman, you think that serious nefesh is the end of your life, so then you chutz me, chutz So it's, 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 it's a big tvi on us, how we have to enter into the olam and we uh, should think about how to do it. Okay, Rabbi Yisrael. Ad